Ladies and gentlemen, the game has just now started. I am Jack Tansy. This is Blindcast number 89. We are in Antica Shipyard and in the upper position, the north position. We have the Protoss player, White Raw. In the right-hand starting position, we have the Terran player, Braddock, Antica Shipyard. Probably my favorite addition to uh, Season 4. Probably my favorite addition, indeed. Uh, season 4 I will not be missing. I didn't get to play all that much, I was pretty busy. Uh, and I didn't really much care for the two maps that are being removed, Abyssal Caverns and, um... Nerezine? Nerezine Crypt? Alright, I can't remember. Um, I certainly didn't mind removing them today from my uh, map from my Zerk Experience account. <laughs> I had 50, 50 games of Zerg today. I think I've won four of them. It's been pretty special. Pretty special indeed. Uh, but it's been fun. I've actually learned quite a bit about Zurich and how to play them. Now this time around, Braddock does look to be walling off. In fact, there goes the racks down right now. There we go. And nothing weird out of White Raw either. He is actually scouting before he puts down the gateway. I'm sorry, what? what's going on here? White Raw is actually queuing up tons and tons of probes. Tons of he's got he's been he's been keeping at least two probes in queue this entire time. This is bizarre. Is this Nexus first? Well, it's looking like it. There's still no gateway down. Uh, SV comes out just in time to literally bump into the probe. Probe comes up to start messing with the SCV. SCV is immediately pulled because Braddock has a little bit of shell shock from last game, and indeed it's Nexus first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about these games in advance, I swear to you, but Braddock is gonna cream this. He's scouting it, he's scouting it right now, and I cannot wait to see what his reaction is. I just, I've watched enough Braddock games to know, oh, Braddock catches it, he catches that it's going up, he catches that the first gateway is only halfway down, that there's no gas. Uh, this probe is going to die, Marine and an SEV are gonna make sure of that. Yes, indeed. Your second marine's almost out, so I don't know where this probie thinks he's going. And, yeah, there goes another two racks immediately. Immediately. No gas yet. Braddock is delaying absolutely everything. He's gonna crush this. This is such a ballsy, ballsy, ballsy play out of White Raw, and I appreciate it. Uh, but... I mean, you can't, you can't do this opening versus Terran. Both gas are being taken now that the racks are being made. Marines are starting to stream down to the ramp. It is 22 to 21 supply, 4 minutes and 10 seconds in. White Raw is building a cyber rank score and a second gateway. He's chrono boosting out them zealots. The Nexus in the natural is now up. It's too late for him to go ahead and come back from this. I was kind of hoping that he would cancel the Nexus and that that would go ahead and allow him to, to go on in and attack. But nope. Tech Lab is being built on one racks. The other two racks are still naked. It's going to be one base on stem. Bunkers being made at the front. This almost feels like a, a feint, right? The F E I N T to go ahead and make somebody think something other than they do. Who knows? Stem is being researched the second that that Tech Lab finishes. Marines are still streaming down. I would like to see. Very much liked. Ooh, but eBay is going down just in time. This should finish up nicely with the. No, it's going to be done after stem. 
Either way, it's a good timing on that one. Reactor coming up on the first racks. I expect we'll see one out of the second one as well. I don't, we don't really need that many marauders. Zealots come up and they push into the main, so that bunker was actually very well made. A zealot has lost a little bit of sloppy control. Did the zealots go all the way in to see if there was a... They did. They went all, It wasn't sloppy control at all. They went all the way in to see if there was going to be a command center up. It's not. But they also don't know if one's being built from behind. There is no robo bay out. In fact, it's not even down yet. And this is two gas, so White Rod doesn't know if he's playing against a one base all in or not. It's 44 to 34 supply in favor of the White Rod opponent. But production's about to do a real kick up. Two Marauders at time are being made, so of course there's two tech labs on those racks. Weapons 1 is being started. It will be finished shortly after Sim completes. Uh, I cannot stress enough that product's going to walk over here and punch White Rod right in the face and go, Last game didn't happen. You can't kick me out, White Rod. Uh, Concussive Shell has still not been researched, but there will be time for it because we are going to be waiting for Weapons 1. Warpgate technology is complete. And White Raw is on six gateways. That is the good news. Uh, the bad news is that Braddock already has quite a force sized up. He has stopped making SEVs some time ago. He's just going pure, pure production. Lots of sentries are made, but the ramp and Antigua shipyard is so wide. It is seven minutes and 50 seconds in. Braddock has 51 supply. The barracks is now being salvaged. Concussive Shell is being researched. A single stalker is here. It's not going to die to this. A pylon has been made at the third so that there can be warp in and a back attack here, which would be very effective since there's not a wall off. And the units for the Terran Army are now starting to stream across the map. Sentries and Zealots are count caught out of position, but Braddock does not waste the stem. He is going to force the energy of these sentries to go ahead and be used. This pylon is going to be key to see if we do go ahead and warp everything on in there. SCVs have been pulled, but just five of them. One goes up the ramp, just to see how things go. Uh, concussive Shell is now finished. Units are still streaming across the map. Wonderful force field here that cuts the Terran Army in force. However, half of double your shit is still the same amount of shit that you got. And all of the sentries, the stalkers, the zealots have just been out and out killed by Braddock. Uh, they are now, the forces are now stemmed and going into the main. The warp gates uh, are being directly attacked. No, there's pylons behind them. If these are shut down, all the probes are pulled. If these pylons are shut down, that's that. Yes, all six gateways are now underpowered. And there are literally a dozen marines and a couple of marauders in the main. All the probes in the main are killed. And White Blood GG's out. Apparently there's still an observer in the game. Who's not me? Apparently it was Kaldor. <gasps> Am I casting one of Kaldor's games? I'm sorry, Kaldor. You know I love you, baby. I actually do. Kaldor is the... is, uh... I know I'm gonna get crucified for this. Kaldor is actually my favorite solo caster. Don't get me wrong, I love Day9 just as much as you do. But my favorite solo caster is Kaldor. My second favorite is DJ Wheat. My third favorite is Day9. I'm sorry. Call me. Don't. I'm sorry. I can't imagine DJ Wheat would be upset with me saying he's my... I actually sent him an email once in uh, IPL Season 2. He did a solo game with Tarson from Millennium, the Terran. And I forget the Zerg opponent. It was on Metalopolis. 
And it was just a wild game. I'm talking Tarson was dropping. There were Mutilus run-bys. There was Nidus play. There were four or five bases up, you know, in production. I mean, we're talking 200, 200 supply over and over again. It was just this absolute action fest. And DJ Wheat did the best APM or WPM that I have ever seen a solo caster do. Because it was cogent, he wasn't slipping up, he wasn't umming or erring, he was just on. It was such an amazing feat. And uh, I sent him an email. And the very next morning, man, he sent me back of this, like, I only sent him probably about 50 words. He sent me about 100 back about how grateful he was and all that. And that's why, if you ever want, like, fuck all this old boys club bullshit and, and that kind of thing. DJ Wheat gets work because he is a hardworking, decent dude. Uh, I just wanted to tell that story. Sorry, I don't. I went off on a huge tangent. I am Jack Dancy. Uh, that was Blindcast number eighty-nine. Thank you very much for listening, and, and thank you very much for putting up with me. And no matter what, you have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day ahead.